Our scripture reading this evening is from Matthew 2, verses 1 to 12. Now after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we saw his star when it rose and have come to worship him. When Herod the king heard this, he was troubled, and all Jerusalem with them. And assembling all the chief priests and scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Christ was to be born. They told him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for so it is written by the prophet, And you, O Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah, for from you shall come a ruler who will shepherd my people, Israel. Then Herod summoned the wise men secretly and ascertained from them what time the star had appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem, saying, Go and search diligently for the child. And when you have found him, bring me word, that I may too come and worship him. After listening to the king, they went on their way. And behold, the star that they had seen when it rose went before them until it came to rest over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced exceedingly with great joy. And going into the house, they saw the child with Mary his mother, and they fell down and worshipped him. Then, opening their treasures, they offered him gifts, gold and frankincense and myrrh. And being warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they departed to their own country by another way. The prophet Isaiah declares, The grass withers and the flower fades, but the word of the Lord stands forever. And friends, this is the word of our Lord. Thanks be to God. Well, I love a good Christmas gift. And probably the biggest surprise Christmas gift I've ever gotten was when Emily surprised me with all 12 seasons of Murder, She Wrote on DVD. Now, I realize this is exciting to very few of you, but I do love a good crime drama. And besides, all 12 seasons at once, that was amazing. Gifts at Christmas are a lot of fun. But do you ever wonder why we give gifts at Christmas? I don't know the exact reason, but I do think that giving and receiving gifts can remind us of the greatest gift ever given. And that brings us to our passage for tonight. Tonight's passage includes gift giving. These wise men come seeking Jesus, the newborn king. They've seen a star in the heavens. They're aware that this star is a sign declaring that the prophesied king of Israel has been born. So they journey to Jerusalem and start asking around. Now Herod, the current king of the Jews, hears about this. He hears that they're looking for the king of the Jews who has just been born. And Herod, being the current king, is a little concerned. Herod, however, is not even a legitimate king. He's not a descendant of David, as kings of Israel are meant to be, and he's installed by the Roman Empire. So this news about Jesus being born troubles him. It troubles the people. And so Herod turns to the religious leaders to find out where is the promised Christ to be born. And they answer him by reading him the prophecy from Micah 5.2, that the Messiah will be born in Bethlehem, exactly where Jesus is. 
So Herod summons the wise men, he speaks with them for a little bit, and he sends them on their way. And he tells them, come back after you found him uh, so that I can then go and worship him too. That was a lie. We read later in Matthew that Herod wants to eliminate Jesus as a threat to his rule. Herod doesn't care about the plan of God to save his people. His response, like that of many, will be to reject Jesus' rule. But God intervenes to prevent the wise men from returning to Herod after they see Jesus, because God will not allow his plan of redemption to be thwarted. And so the wise men follow the star and find Jesus. And unlike Herod, their response at seeing him is to fall down and worship. And they present Jesus with gifts fit for a king. Gold, frankincense, and myrrh. These are expensive items. And this brings us back then to the topic of gifts. These wise men gave Jesus gifts. But Jesus is the greatest gift of all. To an undeserving people, God sent his son. To us who have committed treason against a holy God countless times, Jesus was born. We could not fix the gap between us and God. Our sin had rightfully earned us death. And yet Romans 5, 6 to 8 declares... For while we were still weak, at the right time Christ died for the ungodly. For one will scarcely die for a righteous person, though perhaps for a good person one would dare even to die. But God shows his love for us, and that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Jesus is born to save us from our sins. We could not rise up to God, and so instead... God comes down to us to save us. I want you to imagine a giant chalkboard. And on that chalkboard is everything that you have ever done wrong. Every sin you've ever committed, every mistake you've ever made, filling every spot on that board. Imagine the guilt, the regret, the despair, the shame that you might feel in seeing every sin right in front of you in a moment of time. And then imagine that water starts pouring down over that chalkboard and everything written on it is suddenly and completely erased. Imagine the relief, the joy you might feel. That's why Jesus is born. He's born to forgive and erase our sin at the cost of his own life to take the punishment we deserve for our sins upon himself, to die and rise so that we can live our lives with God forever. Not because we deserved it, but because God is loving and merciful. Jesus is the greatest gift of all, and thus he deserves our gifts. But rather than gold, frankincense, and myrrh, we give him the gift of ourselves. We, like the wise men, bow down before the true king and savior. He's meant to be our greatest affection above all things. 
We're called to devote our lives to our great God and Savior so that every part of our lives is a place where he rules, is a place where we are guided by him in our marriages, our families, our work, our schooling, where we focus our hearts on his truth and the scriptures and prayer, where we worship and grow together with fellow followers of Jesus. He becomes the motivation behind why we give and why we serve others. That's how we respond to the greatest gift of all. And so back to the earlier question. How can gifts remind us of the greatest gift of all? How can gifts remind us of Jesus? Well, this Christmas, as you give or receive each gift, consider this. Wow, yes, this gift is amazing. This teddy bear, this video game, this t-shirt, this Lego set. This gift is great and I am thrilled to have it. And yet the gift of Jesus is even greater than this. Infinitely greater. And Lord, I am so happy to have you in my life. Each gift can be a reminder of God's love and grace towards us. And in response, let us also be reminded to devote our lives to him this day and every day to the one who gave us the ultimate gift. If you're here tonight and you don't really know Jesus. My prayer is that you will seek him this Christmas. And I would love to chat with you today or this week. Because this is truly the greatest story ever told. This is the story of the greatest gift ever given. And so on this Christmas Eve, on every Christmas Eve, on every day, let us bow before him Let us bow before Jesus as the wise men did. Let us pray. Lord, you are our king. And we thank you for being born, for coming to save us. Help us to live as you would call us to live. Help us to reflect your love and mercy and grace to those around us during this Christmas season and always. Show us ways that we can shine your light. We thank you for the incredible gift that you have given us. In Jesus' name, amen.